Welcome to the Lend Academy podcast, episode number 280. This is your host, Peter Renton, founder of Lend Academy and co-founder of Lend at Fintech. Today's episode is sponsored by Lended Fintech USA, the world's largest fintech event dedicated to lending and digital banking. Lender's flagship event is happening online this year on April 27 to 29, with the possibility of an exclusive VIP in-person component. The verdict is in on Lender's 2020 event that was held online, with many people saying it was the best virtual event they had ever attended. Lender is setting the bar even higher in 2021. So join the fintech community at Lended Fintech USA, where you will meet the people who matter, learn from the experts, and get business done. Sign up today at lendit.com slash USA. Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome to the first podcast of 2021. We have a number of fantastic guests planned this year. And first, first off the rank, we have Thea Mason. She is the Head of Consumer Deposits, Digital Payments, and Student Lending at PenFed Credit Union. Now, I wanted to get Thea on the show because I think what some of the things that PenFed are doing are really interesting. They're one of the largest credit unions in the country now, but they've got a they've got a pretty small branch footprint and very very much focused on on digital initiatives, digitally digitally serving their membership base. So we we talk about that in some depth. We talk about the different verticals that that Thea is responsible for. We talk about partnering with fintechs and what they're looking for there. We also talk about the the pandemic and 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 some of the changes they've implemented there and and the increase in fraud and how they're combating that and uh, we talk about what's uh, what's going to be coming down the pipe this year it was a fascinating interview hope you enjoy the show welcome to the podcast Thea oh thank you Peter great to be here Okay, my pleasure. Let's just get this started. You've had a, you've had an interesting career working uh, in the in the traditional banking sector as well as uh, credit unions. So why don't you just give us give us some of the highlights uh, of your career to date? Oh, okay. Well, I got my start in banking at Capital One, and I worked with uh, some of the lending businesses there, like the auto finance business at Capital One. And then I um, moved over to work with the running strategy and marketing with the original uh, group at Capital One that stood up the direct bank, which was at that time only the second direct bank in the U.S. um, Mm -hmm. following ING Direct, uh, which was the first. And I've done other types of roles in financial services. And now most recently, I've been at PenFed Credit Union for almost five years now, and I lead up the deposits business for PenFed, as well as a student lending, student loan refi business. And lastly, I recently took on uh, managing uh, what I call digital payments, which is our um, ACH wires and bill pay teams. Right, right. Okay. Okay, interesting. So maybe just tell us a little bit about PenFed. I mean, it's it stands for Pentagon Federal Credit Union, I believe. So, you know, what's its mission and uh, how how are you sort of serving your members? Sure. Well, well, well basically, you know, I, I would say PenFed's mission is to empower the members of our community to achieve their financial well-being. So that that's really where the heart of PenFed is and we're really focused on 
our membership um, because that, like a credit union, as all credit unions, we are owned by our members. We mm -hmm. don't have shareholders. And so that's, that's kind of the orientation of PenFed. And we are in many, many different consumer lending spaces. We have a mortgage business, home equity, auto finance, credit card, and personal lending business, as well as, uh, you know, a deposits business where we offer savings, checking, and, and CD accounts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was reading that um, yeah, PenFed is no is really open to anybody right uh, today. Right, you don't have to be a, uh, have a military background or anything. Is that uh, tell us a little bit about that? How how you kind of who's your target audience? I guess. Oh yeah, absolutely. So PenFed has uh, you're absolutely right. We were originally called Pentagon Federal Credit Union. And our core membership for many, many years was the military or retired military in the U.S. Several years ago, we merged with, with another credit union, and they had what's called an open charter. And as part of that merger, we ended up taking over that open charter, which really enables us to offer membership to anybody. Um, you do not have to be part of like a select group of people where most uh, credit unions are really built around like one or two types of organizations or groups that you have to be a part of in order to join a credit union. We're really open to anybody who wants to become a member. And um, I think we are still continuing our focus uh, on military and former military, but now are really able to open up to a broader group of members. Right, right. Okay. Okay. So then maybe, you know, we're, we're recording this just before Christmas. Uh, it's going to be out in, in, the, in the new year, but uh, I'd love to kind of, as we're winding down the year here, just get a bit of a sense of how this year has been, you know, for, for PenFed and for the credit union space in general. Well, you know, I think we really have been impacted much the way many financial services institutions are when the pandemic hit. I think credit unions and, and PenFed being one of them were impacted similar to banks. We all had to make a lot of pivots very quickly to make sure that we were providing our members access to services that are very, very important, financial services as best we could. So we really uh, were very fortunate because we already have a pretty solid infrastructure for self-service and we have an online banking capability as well as mobile banking. And that really helped uh, support our membership when you know they couldn't move about freely and uh, go visit our branches. Um, one of the unique things about PenFed is that we are a nationwide organization. So we do have a little over 50 branches spread across the country, but uh, as a national organization, it's relatively a thin branch network. Mm -hmm. And so we've always been at the forefront of having that technical capability for our members to access us through self-service. And we also have a, you know, a, a number of call centers throughout the country where members can call in and get financial support as well. And, you know, we were very fortunate that we were able to really pivot all of those employees to move from the service centers they worked in, continue to maintain the, the security that we really is essential in financial services, but have them work from home. Right, right. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so then, you know, 
You've got, you, you mentioned a few of the different uh, categories that you're responsible for. It's interesting when you go to your website, I see, uh, you know, you're leading off with online savings. That's the, in bright red on your homepage here. I think that's just today. Oh, it is? Okay. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, I don't think that, I literally think that just happened today. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, well, it's, it's, it's there in bright red talking about the 0. 0.6 uh, annual percentage yield, um, digital access. So, so what, when, when you're like of, of the different areas, I mean, is, is well, what's the main focus? Is it a deposits like a really strong focus for you right now, given, uh, <laughs> given the, <laughs> this bright red box on your homepage? You know, that box switches products all the time. <laughs> so, right, okay. So it's, it's, uh, so I wouldn't say there's one product that PenFed focuses on. We really are focused on meeting all our members' financial services needs. So I think, um, I, I guess, uh, luck of the draw for me, I run deposits business every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> the product that I manage gets featured on the website for a few days and then it'll disappear. And, you know, okay. come next week, it'll be at credit cards. Um, we have a lot of very wonderful credit card offers, very generous cash back card. We have very competitive rates really across all our lending products auto finance, personal lending, and as well as student loan refinancing. So, you know, in addition to our very um, meaningfully sized mortgage business and home equity business. So we're, we all as product owners hope to have our products featured uh, different times, you know, periodically on the, on the <laughs> right. home page to attract more interest. Yep. Yep. Okay. And I also saw, I was just, when I was doing some research for this interview, I, you know, you've got sort of uh, like the PenFed, just the personal loan product uh, is uh, was featured as best product for loans under twenty thousand dollars. So uh, I thought that was that was interesting. And uh, Matt, is is that part of your portfolio as well, the personal loans? Unfortunately, not. Um, okay. We that 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 I don't have that. But you know, we've got a lot of a couple of people like myself that are kind of product leaders, and there's an, another individual at PenFed that runs that particular right. product set. Right. So maybe we can just talk about. I want to talk about in, the, the products that you are you're responsible for. I mean, what are some of the things that, you know, it sounds like PenFed were, were well positioned, probably probably better than most credit unions to, uh, to really take advantage of the fact that people were working from home, people were not, uh, you know, people were doing lots of, you know, business online as far as banking goes. So did you like, were there certain projects this year that you, that you fast-tracked or what digital initiatives did you kind of roll out this year that maybe uh, you would, uh, you know, you, you might not have if, if, but for the fact that we're in a pandemic? That's a great question. So Peter, we're, at PenFed, as I said, we've always had a strong digital presence, but um, we are working very hard to continue to develop and evolve that presence so that we can provide more services and better services to our members through self-service, whether it's on their phones or on their laptops or, or on their tablets. So, and, and there's projects sort of, you know, in front, you know, sort of behind the scenes, as well as things that are very obvious to our members. So we have actually a multi-year initiative going now um, that we kicked off in the middle of this year, where we are looking to transform our whole user interface that's on our, um, uh, you know, behind the login for members 
so that we can upgrade it, make it much more mobile friendly. And so there's been kind of projects little by little uh, moving in that direction this year. The bulk of those things will really start to pick up next year so that uh, as we continue on this digital transformation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. So then I'm curious, I want to, I want to talk about uh, partnering with fintechs. And uh, I know that like PenFed is obviously a, a pretty sizable organization. How are you partnering with fintechs today? And uh, maybe tell if you maybe give us a, an example or two, that would, that would be really helpful. Oh, yeah. So we, we've got a whole bunch of different kinds of things we're doing with fintechs. One thing that we're doing is like in the personal loan space, also in the student loan refi space, um, we work with fintechs who are, um, you know, effectively marketing their specific product in the marketplace. And then they function as kind of providing us leads to our um, website. So that's one relationship. We have a whole bunch of other relationships that are more um, back-end oriented, it just is, uh, you know, for example, you know, we're trying to create a smoother process for our members and for new members to join PinFed and apply for our products. And as you know, there's lots of processes that banks have to go through to verify identity. If you're applying for a lending product, oftentimes we need, maybe you're, particularly if it's a refinancing, we need to gather information about the loans that you currently have so that we know what your pay, payoff balances are. And so there's a number of fintechs in that space who have solutions on identity verification or on um, helping us connect to your to the members' institutions to get that financial information we need. We're working with fintechs. There's new rules that are recently put in place by NACHA the National, National um, Association of Clearinghouse for, for Electronic Payments, where you have to verify a, a user's third-party account before you can take money out of that account. We're working with a fintech right now so that we can enable our members to instantly verify those accounts, as opposed to traditionally what we've done is use uh, a kind of a microservice approach. We've got a a lot of different opportunities, and we're always looking for fintechs who have solutions that are state-of-the-art so that we can implement them uh, as opposed to building our own technology. Right. So what is the... What is your approach then? I mean, how do you, what's, what's the philosophy around building your own versus, uh, versus taking on technology with a partnering with a fintech? Well, to be honest, we're, we're actually working at transforming, you know, I, I talked a lot about our digital interfaces, but part, part of that is also transforming the way our entire tech stack is set up so that it can be much more API enabled. And so we have an old core system. I think we're, you know, no plans to, 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 to toss that out, but building kind of that middle layer between our core system and fintech solutions is a big part of our transformation. And what we're working on is to be in a place where we can easily connect with fintech technology so that, so that we don't have to build it ourselves. You know, we're, we're, PetFed is the second largest federal credit union in the country, but that's still, uh, so while we're very large for a credit union, 
when you compare us to, say, the top 10 banks, we're relatively small. Uh, we, we don't have the technology resources and teams to build these solutions. We are very eager to partner with fintechs that are working on solutions to help us uh, better serve our members and, and really see that as uh, an opportunity that we want to continue to grow and foster. Okay. Okay. That's really interesting. So then I, I want to just, can we just talk about the student loan uh, refi business for a second, because that's, it's been in the news a lot lately as far as, you know, student loans with the, with, you know, people being um, allowed to postpone payments. I mean, what, how is that loan book going? I mean, are you, do you feel like uh, that, firstly, maybe I'd love to hear about your experience with, you know, some of your borrowers who have, uh, who are, who are struggling. What, what are you doing as far as forbearance there? And how, how has that product kind of performed for you guys this year? Right. So, so the business is 100% focused on refinancing our members' student loans, not originating yep. student loans while people are in school. So, so we have, it's a relatively smaller asset class for PenFed, but we have provided those borrowers essentially the same support we're providing all of our borrowers, which is an opportunity if they're struggling financially to ask for a skip pay on their product and continue to ask for skip pays multiple times if needed, if they're struggling. Mm -hmm. Um, In general, I would say because PenFed has been largely a, a fairly conservative organization when it comes to lending, we have weathered the storm pretty well on that front when we think about our whole portfolio. And, you know, again, because we're really very focused on member service, it's a really core value of ours to work with our borrowers, particularly during something like the pandemic, who are struggling to see if we can't see them through this difficult period of time. And then they can start repaying their loan once they're back up on their feet. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. That, That makes sense. So then, what about I'm I'm curious because one thing I've I've always been curious about is that you know we we've seen there's we've had many people on the show this year and and in in, in uh, just various sessions we've had at, at Lendit uh, talking about fraud and there's been an increase in fraud uh, attempts this year as uh, the fraudsters try to take advantage of everyone being online as well. I'm just wondering if a credit union is a little bit different to a to a regular bank because you really are a membership organization, but has there been an increase in fraud attempts this year at PenFed? You know, I think we have seen an increase in fraud attempts across the institution like the rest of the industry have. One of the things that I think we're, 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 all of us are feeling good about is over the last three years, three to four years, as we've moved and prepared the organization um, and evolved our technology, we did add a number of solutions, third-party solutions to help us manage those fraud attempts and be far more sophisticated about detecting them. So I think that we're feeling very good about the fact that we have put in some of those solutions prior to this pandemic. But I I do think the whole industry has seen an increase in fraud attempts. 
And I think that, you know, it's, it's one of the challenges that all financial institutions face. What we found is we put series of solutions in place and the fraudsters are always kind of one step ahead. Once they realize their regular pattern can be detected, they're, they're, they're working hard to uh, come up with new ways to, you know, perpetrate, you know, infiltrate our system one way or another. But I think the good fortune is while we've seen a, a, an increase in attempts, We've been effective at, at detecting those and have minimized the impact to our members and to, to PenFed as an institution. Right, right. And then would you say when you look at sort of the the credit union space in general, I mean, it's, it's it does definitely have... It's different to the uh, the traditional banking space in, in in many ways. But what do you feel like is the you know the challenge for the credit union space? Because a lot of I mean, obviously you're a bit different because you're one of you said the second largest credit union, federal credit union. So a lot of credit unions are, are small. What what do you feel like is the the biggest challenge for the credit union space right now? Well, I think um, one challenge in the whole space is there are a lot of much smaller credit unions that were very branch centric and didn't have the technology that they really need to support their members in a more remote way. So I think that there have been a number of smaller credit unions that um, have been challenged by that as their members are visiting branches less frequently as they're trying, you know, we ourselves have depending on where the location is, you know, we, all our branches are, are open, but some have reduced hours. Many are pushing as many services as possible kind of through, to, through the drive-through, again, to, to make sure everybody stays safe. So I mm-hmm. think that's really been a big challenge for the smaller credit unions. And then I think one of their challenges going forward is going to be just you know, keeping up with consumer expectations, keeping up with their member expectations right. on the kind of digital experiences our members are, are, are continually setting a higher bar for us. And I'm sure that's happening across the credit union space. Yeah, I think that's one of the stories that hasn't really been talked about enough this year is the, is the consumer expectations uh, you know, they, they, it feels like to me that there's been, they've changed and not only, you know, just I think people are very much wanting a, a digital experience and obviously PenFed has been able to provide that uh, even before the pandemic. But it seems like now that, you know, that there's mobile that is really becoming bigger and you've got a broader cross-section, like people who, you know, the people that I know, I know friends of mine are explaining to their parents how to how to deposit a check with a mobile phone, and, that, and you've got a whole a whole new segment of the population that suddenly has digital expectations as well. I mean, are you when you're when you're designing digital products, um, are you trying like what sort of population are you trying to to focus on, or are you how do you sort of? I guess what my real question is is there's new people that have come on to digital this year. Are you, what are you doing specifically for those kinds of people? Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I think all demographics have become more digital this year when it comes to their financial services and mm-hmm. banking in particular. And mm-hmm. we, we ourselves are seeing higher usage of, of our digital platforms from our membership. And as I'm sure other institutions are as well, and so 
where I think there's a couple of things is as people get more comfortable using, you know, we've always had mobile deposit or we've had it for a very long time. We've, we have the basics that consumers are looking for, but there's new experiences out there that members are also looking for or going to start looking for. And so we try to focus on uh, what are those going to be? And how could we, you know, which ones do we think our members will be most interested in? And how do we set ourselves up best so that we can support those experiences, you know, as they come about? Mm -hmm. Um, So, so a lot of what I do and and my peers and and my team does is try to become uh, more sophisticated and educated about the tools uh, out there that are evolving, what, what's happening in the tech space uh, around financial services so that we can do the groundwork that we need to do and be ready to implement those services when our members are starting to ask for them. Right, right. That makes sense. So then, so how do you go about educating yourself? I mean, you, you know, because I imagine um, obviously there's there's a huge, I mean, to, to know everything about what's going on today is virtually impossible. And there's so many, there's just so much I mean, so much happening. I see it. Uh, you know, I try and keep up as much as I can, but there's just—it's a fire hose of new things that are that are being uh, released and developed today. How do you how do you try and stay up to date with uh, with what's needed for what could be useful for for PenFed? Right. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I I think uh, myself, my team, and my peers—we try to have a lot of different accounts at different places to see what our competitors are are introducing to their users. That's one way. And of course, there's, you know, we used to go to conferences where, uh, (laughs) you know, and there's many excellent conferences in financial services where there's many, many fintechs as well as other innovative companies coming to the table talking about, you know, new services and capabilities they have. We already have relationships with a number of third-party providers, particularly on the technology front. They're always talking to us about what they're looking to introduce. And and then, of course, there's a lot of, you know, as you're well aware, there's a lot of press out there that are is covering the innovation in the space. And we really work hard to stay on top of that as well. And and our and, and I think we try to be pretty proactive about reaching out to organizations that are building new technology and whether it's fintech firms or more established uh, technology providers in the financial services space, uh, where we try to take the initiative and be proactive about learning about their solutions and then talking internally um, with our own technology team to talk about you know, what are the challenges, what the hurdles might be if we wanted to implement uh, some of those solutions. Right, right. And how much do you pay attention to the, you know, to the sort of the digital challenger banks uh, the, that are out there, you know, Chime and SoFi and Moneyline, you know, Dave, those sorts of companies. How, how much are you really looking at them to uh, as kind of uh, inspiration? You know, I think quite a bit, to be honest. Um, you know, SoFi, as you're well aware, is um, a very, very significant participant in the student lending space. Yep. So we look, we do spend a lot of time trying to understand what they're doing and, and uh, the innovation they bring to the table. And, and Chime is an innovator in the banking space and um, has really made a number of 
activities when it comes to opening an account and getting started with your account really simple and easy for users. So we do look at at those players in the space and see what they're doing and see what we can leverage and apply to PenFed to make PenFed, you know, we, we want PenFed to be a great institution for our members. We want it to be user-friendly. We, we want our members to be able to access state-of-the-art technology. So we consider that, you know, a big part of what we do. Right, right. Okay, okay. So running out of time, but a couple of things I want to get to before we close. We haven't talked about payments at all yet. And I'd love to kind of get your perspective on um, what's new, what what are you doing there that is, you know, is new and interesting. Yeah, so what we're doing now is we're doing a deep dive into sort of P2P, trying to understand the market there, whether bringing our members a solution like Zelle makes sense for PenFed, mm-hmm. um, what role some of the other P2P solutions like Venmo is playing and how active our, our members are in using those kind of solutions. So we're spending a good deal of time. I don't have an answer yet on what our strategy is going to be for you know person-to-person payments. We're also trying to understand the landscape of the future uh, so that we can make sure PenFed is really well positioned for our members in the future. The clearinghouse has come out with the RTP payment infrastructure. Fed is in the process of uh, developing a real-time payment infrastructure as well um, that they anticipate will come out in the next two years. And what we're trying to understand is what will it take for PenFed to be able to support those new technologies so that our members can be supported by them. And so we're, we're spending a lot of time learning about them and understanding how they're evolving and, 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 and getting a sense of when they'll start impacting the more retail, you know, sort of the, the broader retail consumer population. Right, right. Okay. Okay. So last, uh, last question then, you know, this is, again, this is the first episode of 2021. So I want to ask you what, what are your goals for this year? What are you, what are you focused on? Well, okay. I would say um, one, number one, one goal on the payment space is setting our strategy in in a person to person, in person to person payments and, and how we want to approach that. Um, and beginning to uh, execute uh, on our chosen strategy. Number two is really pushing hard for this initiative that we have to re-platform a lot of our self-service activities into a new technology platform that'll be a lot more user-friendly. And, you know, as the product owner, we spend a a huge amount of time working with our technology teams and and partners, helping to define what that user experience should be so that it really meets our our members' expectations. And, And then I think the third area that's become a big priority for us is we actually are looking to invest in the, uh, our value propositions in the checking space. We want to introduce at least one, if not more than one, new value propositions in checking that we think will be more attractive to our membership base and really be able to provide that checking service to our members and expand uh, the number of members we have with checking products at PenFed. Right, right. Okay. Well, that sounds uh, sounds like an admirable slate of products, uh, slate of achievements for 2021. So I wish you all the best, Thea. Thank you very much uh, for coming on the show. 
Oh, well, thank you for having me, Peter. I appreciate it. Okay. See ya. You know, it was really interesting to hear Thea talk about their approach to partnering with fintechs and how they're really open to, to doing that and really looking for fintechs who provide really the best in breed uh, technology and user experiences. So I think sometimes credit unions, you don't hear them as much of a focus for many of these uh, banking as a service, uh, lending as a service type companies. But, you know, I was just looking on their website and PenFed has $25 billion in assets. And that that is a very sizable organization. And to have someone like that actively, you know, courting the fintech community, I think is... uh, you know, it's it's a call to action, I think, for, for many of us here and that we should be putting, I think, a little bit more effort into into really working more with credit unions than uh, we do. I know there's some some fintech companies that are specifically working with credit unions, but I think uh, there could be there, there could be a lot more effort put in here. Anyway, on that note, I will sign off. I very much appreciate you listening and I'll catch you next time. Bye. Today's episode was sponsored by Lended Fintech USA, the world's largest fintech event dedicated to lending and digital banking. Lended's flagship event is happening online this year on April 27 to 29, with the possibility of an exclusive VIP in-person component. The verdict is in on Lender's 2020 event that was held online, with many people saying it was the best virtual event they had ever attended. Lended is setting the bar even higher in 2021. So join the fintech community at Lended Fintech USA, where you will meet the people who matter, learn from the experts, and get business done. Sign up today at lendit.com slash USA.